Hey guys, and welcome back to a new episode of Kosovar English. Can you imagine? We're already at episode number six. And we've surpassed 100 plays. Congratulations and thanks to all of you. Yes, surpassing 100 plays sounds great. However, we're still not at the point where I'll be able to monetize these podcasts. This episode will be a little bit different because based on uh, on some of your comments which i thank you again because uh, because i can only learn through comments and recommendations you've asked me to do things a little bit more free flowing and do podcasts in a way that you're used to listening to my voice so i'll try to do something a bit uh, a bit more dynamic a little bit like uh, as if we would be talking in a piano bar or should it be something more like uh, as if we'd have a conversation in uh, in a club maybe not i don't know well you know what let's keep it at piano bar level because i'm going to be telling you a story which is uh, which is based on uh, on gambling i've always had uh, a lot of soft spots for 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 gambling um not in big money, but just for the just for the feeling of it. What are what are types of gambling? I mean, um, I'm sure that uh, you've heard uh, you've heard the most common one, which is the the lottery. Another very common one, yet very dangerous, is the casino. And you've got scratch cards, you've got uh, online betting online gambling such as uh, betting on sports events and uh, and uh, well basically anything that uh, anything that goes really uh, but uh, I was never really one to invest a lot of money into gambling I just went with the flow and even to date I I still gamble once in a while but in a very responsible manner which means with with amounts that we would all consider as being peanuts. And yes, actually, I do make some money back. Not as much as when people actually play when they in in a way that they know what they're doing. So, um, I'm just playing for fun. However, today I'm going to tell you about an experience um, that I've had uh, in a casino. Why do people go to casinos? To make money? Well, I certainly didn't. I didn't go there with the with the aim of making money, because for me, casinos were all about the feeling. It was all about the you know for me the excitement was to actually walk into a casino, listen to the roulette tables, listening how the how the marble roulette ball would be spinning around the wheel hitting the uh, the bars between between the numbers the separators on the wheel and and then keep walking from one table to the other trying to feel the power the tension of the gaming atmosphere of all the other gamblers because all the other people sitting around the the roulette tables uh, facing the, the the dealer when they're playing blackjack, 
I mean, those are tense moments. And those are the moments that I really liked. I like the, the plush feeling, the smell of the felt, the carpet, the seating. The thing was that, uh, that I kind of, you know, like to, to feel all these, all these emotions. Usually, when I would step into a casino, I would decide how I would play. Most often, I would decide, and I would decide on a number. Let's say, hundred dollars. Okay, so I've got a hundred dollar bill. I'd walk in, and I'd do either of two things. Number one, the sheer thrill of walking up to a roulette table, placing the hundred dollar bill onto a color or a number, and see what happens. If it wins, then super, great. I made money and I'm walking out with my winnings, as is. Great atmosphere. If I lose, even like that, it's such a great feeling. The thrill of losing money, just like that, based on a budget, I may add, that I have determined. So basically, it's the value of the thrill that I decided on the actual moment. And you know what? That was awesome. I mean, yeah, it's true. Um, from start to finish, 10 minutes, <laughs> no more, no less. And uh, and I'd always walk out with a smile, a bigger one if I'd if I'd win. You know, uh, you know when I won, I was uh, I was much happier. Of course, that's natural. The other option was to take the same amount of money and to see how long I can make it last. I already knew then that I'd walk out with zero, but the game, the game was to see how long I could make those hundred dollars survive in a casino environment. No matter what I was playing, whether it was the roulette, the blackjack, um, it just didn't matter. It was to see if I could break my previous record. Another very fond memory of uh, my casino days happened in Kenya. I was posted there with a colleague and, you know, we exhausted all the opportunities that we had um, dining at the hotel. I remember there were maybe two, three restaurants. We ate everything probably twice and we, you know, we were bored of the stuff. However, um, I don't know what it's like nowadays, but in those days we weren't really allowed to get out of the hotel nighttime because in the evenings it was deemed to be unsafe for Caucasians to walk around Nairobi city center and uh, we were we were very strongly advised to stay in a hotel and uh, probably spend our money there. Maybe that was the this maybe that was the trick. Who knows? Uh, but the bottom line, it was not recommended, and we had a food issue. Not a big one, I may add, because uh, you know we were living a life of luxury. So these were all really good hotels, you know, five-star hotels, and uh, and life was great. Uh, but there was just no entertainment, and uh, and food was uh, was limited. So we got bored of it. And then one day, my colleague calls me up. I hear the, the phone ring in my room, pick it up and says, James, come down to the lobby. I found something. 
great. I thought that's going to be exciting. Did he find a snake like I did the, the previous week in the hallway? So let's see what he found. No, he actually found something really cool. He showed me a door on the side of the hotel and just across the street was a casino. It was actually part of the, the compound of the hotel. And we thought, okay, well, that's great. That's cool. Um, looks like we found a solution for, uh, for our entertainment needs. But it was more than that. What he actually found was a solution to our entertainment, but also a solution for our food issues. Imagine, there was an open buffet. Eat as much as you want kind of solution. The only condition was that you had to buy a bingo card. Because in that particular casino, of course they had the, you know, the usual uh, uh, games, such as the roulette, the blackjack, and uh, you know, heaven knows what else, but they also had bingo. And we thought, well, okay, great, we'll buy a bingo card. I mean, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a fun game. I mean, we'll see, we'll see what happens. But I mean, our main motivator was dinner. On a side note, the, the price of the, of the actual bingo card was, was really small. I think uh, it wasn't even the price of a dish uh, at the hotel. So, let alone the meal. And in the casino, we could eat as much as we wanted. On top of that, the really cool thing was that uh, they kept uh, changing the menus every two or three days. Not even the menu, you know, it was, uh, it was a theme. If I remember well, there were theme nights, you know, they had like uh, German nights, uh, they had French nights, they had, uh, you know, different African country nights. And then, you know, you'd get to, uh, you'd get to the, the, the buffet and uh, you'd just start to uh, indulge, enjoy all the kind of foods that, that were available and for, and for a very basic price. So that was awesome. I have to say that uh, we both put on uh, quite a bit of weight in those days because it was quite good and we did eat a lot. Now, after dinner, it was time to use our bingo cards. So we sat in the bingo game. For those of you who are unfamiliar with bingo, you listen to the numbers and uh, you, you check the boxes right on your card. And once you have either a diagram or you check all the, all the boxes, uh, you can earn prizes based on the, on the diagrams of the, of the boxes on the card, basically. So, um, so the game of bingo uh, was, was very simple to play. And, uh, and, you know, a couple of times I won some great prizes. I think once I won uh, the second best prize. So think about it. I must have paid something like two, maybe three dollars. But I think it's more more like two dollars for uh, for the bingo card and the dinner, of course. And I think once uh, the the biggest prize I won was something in order of a thousand dollars. The second time I won was uh, something in order of uh, five hundred dollars or so. So that was really really awesome. And then, of course, there was another case when, you know, I was, in, I was actually invited to, to play at the casinos. I just did not want to. There was an evening, I was out with a, with a good friend of mine, 
brother was there as well. No, it was getting kind of late and we were on our way home. Do note that on the following day, I was planning to go to the lake with my family and spend a nice afternoon there. However, my good friend talked me into accompanying him to, to the casino. Again, do note, I didn't really feel like going. And if you remember, I usually have my ways of playing at the casino. And I didn't want to feel like spending any amount of money at the casino. Plus I was tired, okay? But uh, this one time, this friend of mine actually, you know what? He made me an offer, you know, that I just couldn't refuse. The deal was, James, I'm gonna give you 50 bucks. Play the 50 bucks, just stay with me. If you lose the 50 bucks, no problem. You don't need to pay me back. If you win, any winnings above $50, you can keep. Just give me my 50 bucks back. I thought, damn, that's a pretty good deal. Let's go. Let's, uh, let's do it. I mean, what do I have to lose? It was a no-brainer, really. I mean, uh, let's, uh, let's go. Let's do it. Um, let's give it a shot. Never had such a great offer like that. Okay, the downside was that uh, I already knew then that I was going to be very tired the next day. But hey, it's an experience, right? So let's go for it. So we went, we played, and actually I had a pretty good night there. So I ended up giving my friend his 50 bucks back. And I think on top of that, uh, I must have, uh, must have made something like 250 or $300. So all in all, quite a, quite a cool night, you know? Um, everything was cool until, until I got home because I got home quite late and uh, I wasn't flavor of the month, if you know what I mean. Uh, so, and again, that's understandable, although, just showing my winnings uh, was a nice feeling. I actually thought that it would appease, uh, it would make things a bit more comfortable for me. At least, you know, it would relax the atmosphere. But it didn't. So, after maybe an hour of sleep or two, we embarked on our journey to the lake. Everything going according to plan except the bags under my eyes because uh, I wasn't too fresh at that time. But uh, okay, fine, let's just go because uh, I like to keep my promises. So we, we started off, we stopped at the petrol station to refuel. So I'm there, standing there, refueling the car like, uh, like one does, you know, everything going according to plan. And, you know, I'm thinking, wow, that's pretty cool, you know, I'm. Uh, I'm refueling the tank, everything's great. Uh, petrol seems to be inexpensive today uh, because uh, I was refueling quite a bit. I was standing out there for quite a while. And um, you know what? The penny hadn't dropped um, at that time yet. But, uh, you know, I put the, uh, the gas pistol back uh, in its place and I went into the petrol station to, uh, to pay. And... Uh, you know, I was standing in line. I was, uh, I was even picking up a few, uh, a few snacks for the road. Then this, uh, the employee at the uh, at the gas station, 
behind the till, which I have to add was uh, rather decorative, asked me whether I filled the car up with that particular product on purpose. And then, of course, when you realize that you really screwed up, I must have gone white and, okay, to save face, right there at the till, I said, of course, yeah, no problem. So I paid and I went out. On my way out, I already knew that I had a problem at my hands. And, uh, and I was thinking, what, what should I do? Should I take off? Should I burn that particular fuel? Because it was, it was a type of biofuel. So it wasn't, you know, I had, a, I had a petrol car at the time and it wasn't diesel. That, uh, that I put instead of uh, the regular fuel, but it was a type of biofuel. And, and I was thinking, you know, what if, what if we just get going, you know, uh, we go on a motorway and, uh, and burn, burn the success of biofuel. Things will be okay. But I had a quick look on my phone. I went on the internet and, and I realized that there's no way around it. I was gonna have to extract the fuel in the tank. So I got the, uh, I got the attendant to come towards me and I told him to call his good buddy and come and extract the fuel because I put the wrong stuff in there. That was bad news number one. Bad news number two, or phase number two of this particular bad news was that I had to break the news to the family who were waiting and who were motivated and who were real happy to go to the lake, but I didn't know that it was gonna be delayed. And it got delayed. The whole procedure took about an hour and a half, maybe two hours. So I lost quite a bit that particular day. So remember, I lost the time, right? We lost the good mood, right, to uh, get to the lake. Uh, I lost uh, the uh, the amount of money that uh, I used to uh, to fuel my car up first time round. I lost money because I had to pay for the service to get rid of the fuel, the bad one. And then of course I had to pay to put the right fuel back in the tank. And then we got going and uh, well no one was really smiling. Uh, I am now, actually I'm laughing about it because that's quite, I think that was quite a uh, funny story because, um, because I'm sure it just doesn't happen to everyone. And there's no bottom line, maybe other than just pay attention, you know, as to what you put in your tank because uh, if you put the wrong stuff in there, it's not gonna be a good thing, far from it. And it's gonna cost you a bit of money. So there you go. I guess uh, that's it. I'm not going to uh, bore you with uh, with my silly word jokes this time around because I think that I took up quite a bit of time with these uh, two stories and I hope that you kind of enjoyed these in this particular way. And don't forget that I'm always open to all your recommendations. Feel free, remember the email address media at kazora.uk or if you know me personally, just call me up, let me know, send me a message, whatever, come on. Let's make these uh, podcasts even better. So thanks a lot. See you next time. Take care. Bye-bye.